My friend, you are the first person ever to close that door softly. And um, you're also my first customer in two weeks. Did you know that? Did you know that a store can keep running, or not a store so much, but a business can keep running for two weeks without a customer? That's a lonely business, a very lonely business. And you know what they say, the best businesses are lonely businesses. Who says that? I don't know. Someone must have said that. You know why? Because there are more than 7 million people on earth, and those are only the people that are alive at this moment. So someone probably said it at some point. It's, it's possible that no one said it ever. Isn't likely, though. Also, I might have heard someone say that in my life. And you know what I forgot to say to you? Welcome. Welcome to Jefferson Avenue Way Station. You might ask me, why isn't it Jefferson's Avenue Way Station? Well, because it, it wasn't his avenue. Believe it or not, this, um, this place is named after, well, not this place, this avenue is named after Thomas Jefferson. The, I believe he was a president. I mean, people often mistakenly call Benjamin Franklin a president. I don't know why they do that. He was a president. Thank you, thank you for your, uh, thank you for your correction there. I, I, I actually, people don't like to be corrected sometimes. I actually prefer it because I hate for my stupidity to be prolonged by propriety. If someone were to correct me just politely, just kindly, just say, might not be a good idea, friend. Might not, might not work very well for you. I, you, if you told me that. My soul will brighten. Why? Because it is a visible thing that emits light energy. No, it doesn't. You can't see my soul. Why is that? It doesn't exist. No, that's not true. It doesn't exist as a physical or, you know, matter or energy type of thing. It's just a pattern. We're just all patterns. Life is a pattern. Energy is a pattern. Now we're getting into some wacky, wacky territory, and you're standing there looking at me, wondering what exactly do they serve in this pub? And I'll tell you, we serve something called McAdams beer, or McAdams beer, and it is a or an imperial stout that has been aged for a very long time, so that most of the moisture has left it. Uh, reason being is because it, a lot of it's exposed to open atmosphere and uh, bacterial uh, infiltration, a sort of which will, um, some say ruins the brew, but I say uh, attenuates the direction of the brew to a proper direction. Now, I have a cup for you, has, well, not your name literally on it, but you're a part of the pattern, the so-to-speak pattern. I got a new spout. Pours faster, pours better, pours stronger. Also, Macadam's beer is better nowadays. There you are. Now, before you drink at it, or, or, or drink it, don't drink at it, you know, because that means you're not actually drinking the liquid, you're drinking something else in its presence. But before you drink 
that liquid. Look at the top of it. You can't see anything below the surface of that liquid. Reason being is because there is no solid object below the surface of that liquid. Well, there are, part there are particles suspended in there. There are suspensions of tiny bits in there that seem like just part of a whole, but there's nothing large and uniquely noticeable there. What reason being is because I've knocked out all the little clogs that are in the tap. This is, you'll never get any lumps or chewy bits in your beer. Unlike the bar down the street, I, I read that newspaper, I read that, uh, that Metro magazine about that one and sad about that business. Sad when a business has to lie in order to make its customers feel safe. Sometimes there's a reason why customers shouldn't feel safe. I mean, there might be a, a gunman in the, in the bar. There might be, you know, leaky pipes that occasionally will spill just normal drinking water into your alcoholic beverage. Uh, hilariously prolonging your alcoholism by keeping off any of the more severe symptoms so that ironically you die sooner because you never have any recovery period or would you uh you see I, i've been watching that uh that you know internet series where the guy will change the direction of his monologue sometimes and will say he'll say or will you or would you and i've done the same thing recently or would you because every time you abstain from prolonged alcohol abuse, you increase the severity of the alcohol withdrawal syndrome. Did you know that? I didn't know that until just now. Why did I know that? Because I told myself. Oh, since I told myself, I had to have known it, right? Well, I knew that because I heard it coming out of my mouth. That information came from nowhere. It, it appeared maybe through some beam in space and hit my ear and went out my mouth and started circling around in an in a infinitesimal period. And, and uh, I didn't realize, but it severely compromised the structure of my brain. Uh, you, you probably know. You can you can tell just looking at me. You can say that fella has a compromised brain. Well, right back at you, bub. Don't insult me ever again, or I'll kick your ass out. No, oh, I'm sorry. Please don't leave. I, I wasn't talking to you, really. This was a hypothetical person. I sometimes when I speak to people, I don't really speak to that person the whole time. I will occasionally shift to a hypothetical person that I feel like I'm rudely leaving out of the conversation. I'll, I'll be speaking to them about a film, and I'll turn 48 degrees from the direction I'm facing and say, well, what did you think about that movie? Why am I doing this? Well, there's a television camera right there, and the viewing audience, uh, I would like them to consider what they would do in that situation. So I'll turn to them and say, what would you do? 
And what happens then? Well, you leave knowing that what the people did in this story was, well, it was a moral tale. It wasn't just some anti-heroes farcical nonsense. Usually when you are watching fiction, you can wholly reject uh, the substance of it and say that's just a cartoon. Cartoon being a, a catch-all for text, be it film or, or literature. Um, but really, you shouldn't. They are trying to tell you something. Art is, in a way, communication. You know who said that? Um, I think it was a hockey player that said that one time when he was uh, still on the rink. Uh, had blood partially covering his face, and he'd said that art is communication. Reason being is because, well, he has secretly desired to be an artist, but he was, oh, he wasn't skilled in any sort of art form at all. So he had to live with a frustration. Now, lucky for him, he never went into the artistic field, and he never faced the endless disappointment of seeing his insufficient talent being smashed against the rocks of the commercial need. But he was still smashed against a glass wall that, unfortunately, it would have been great if the glass wall would break and uh, take some of the impact. But he took the impact. He broke his cerebellum and then rebroke it and then rebroke it and hit it a certain way so that it was repaired completely. And the doctor said, what a magnificent thing. Full contact sports can heal cerebral injuries. They tried it again, it didn't work. It was a miracle. I mean, it was a miracle that it worked once, but really you can't reproduce a miracle. You can't reproduce an act of God because that would imply that God is a machine. Well, there are probably some philosophers that will tell you that God is a machine, but your basic theologian would reject such an idea. God is a machine, he's an animal. And they, they might reject that idea too. He's not an animal, he's a vegetable, mineral. Really, if, if your answer in 20 questions was God, would you be able to say animal? Would you be able to say vegetable? I mean, what do you say, even if it's a bacterium? Do you say, do you say animal or do you say vegetable? You certainly don't say mineral. There are, well, the, those categories were made up back in the time when they didn't have the whole concept of uh, taxon taxonomy. Yes, sorry, taxonomy. You see, this place has been so bereft of customers for so long that I had to uh, take up some of the responsibility of drinking this delicious Mac Adams beer. How do you like it, actually? Is it good? Does it fulfill the basic need for a very strong, thick stout? That need that you've been neglecting your whole life that really represents all the needs in the sphere of your consciousness. Your consciousness isn't a sphere. I see. You're right. I'm sorry. It's an oblong. It is exactly the shape of your brain because you're using 100% of your brain all the time. Even your unconscious behavior is part of your being. Your 
mechanism of breathing and of your heart beating. That is an integral part of your, well, you just call it soul, but I don't think I'd use the word soul. Soul is such an unscientific term, and I'm a man of science. Why am I a man of science? Well, uh, science brought me to where I am now. It may be the man that I am today. Um, and I'm proud of that. I have a business. I, I, I can say that at least I, I have a business. I'm running a business. And, uh, oh, I just made myself very sad. Just uh, brought myself down to the dumps. You know, if you're going to excuse me. <sighs> oh, I needed that. I needed a tall glass of some of that. Why? Because, well, CPA just got back to me, said I need to pay $1 million in taxes. Why? Because I uh, made some uh, mistakes uh, in the final last time. One of the biggest mistakes was that I did not follow file everything on time at all. I gave everything to CPA uh, sometime in May, which apparently... It's not on time, and no one really, no one sympathized with my plight there. They said that was my fault. Oh, how am I supposed to know? And they said, well, it's a fairly well-known fact that April is the tax season. And I said, well, don't I have the right to be somewhat forgetful? Don't I have the right to not be an intelligent person all the time? And they said, sure, sure, you have every right to do that. As, ba as in terms of basic human rights, in terms of, in, in the same way that you have a right to water and safety and all that, but you won't be granted that by any world government. You won't be granted that by any human institution. Maybe if, if you know, uh, a wonderful, beautiful mind of a poet was running a government. Maybe if Karl Marx actually got off his fat ass and started a, his own government rather than relying on foreign governments to do it for him, maybe he would have done a good job, but what did he do? He didn't do shit. Now he has a, some city in Germany with a gigantic bust of his face. And it, you know who commissioned that? It wasn't Karl Marx. Karl Marx didn't ask for that. The goddamn commies put that up. Yeah, that was East Germany, which uh, I don't think it would have happened in West Germany. That would have been somewhat odd. Uh, well, that was uh, that was back in the, in the 90s, I think. No, that was before the 90s. You were too young for that. What are you, um, 37? I'm, I'm trying to guess by the look on your face. Oh, I got your one. Sometimes when I'm in a bad way, I, uh, I become preternaturally keen in my senses. I become somewhat of a superhero. But all of my superpowers uh, lead me to ruin, inevitably. They inevitably lead me to a bad decision or a bad mood or pain or suffering. Or I end up just hurting a whole lot of people. But I'll, I'm safe. 
That's the thing. I've never been. I've never accidentally killed myself. You know how I know this? I've never died. I, you know what? I, I guess if I died, I wouldn't know it, would I? If I wasn't there, which that's what it would be. If I was dead, I wouldn't be there to see if I was dead. I could have died just now while I was serving you, and you could be a different person than you were a few minutes ago. Or the same person, and you just are letting me in on this joke that I'm a freshly I'm a freshly new babe in this world. I just happen to maybe if I'm if I'm looking at my hands right, looks like the hands of a older man, an older man who's beginning to doubt his own existence. I can't be really sure of this. How is how was Rene Descartes so sure that thought was the perfect proof and the perfect axiom for your own existence? I mean, there's no real proof in that. There's no philosophical proof in it. The the treatise of philosophical discourse. There's no f in that. Uh, that word philosophical discourse it never really outlined that whole argument so we can't be sure if Rene Descartes had anything worth telling us about the coordinate system sure listen someone would have made a coordinate system Karl Marx would probably have done that he probably would have made a coordinate system and thought why stop here I'll make my own government Germany would have become the perfect socialist state. All of our woes would have been inverted. Inverted? Averted. Well, they would have been inverted in the sense that all the bad things would be inside and hidden from ourselves. And then pretending like everything's good, we would have made everything good. And having made everything good, we would have been pleased. Makes you almost want to weep, don't it? Or have another glass of Mac Adams beer. Do you have $20 on you? $30? My, my. Well, hey, this is an upscale establishment. This is fine dining. You might as well. Let me pour you another one there. Oh, you, you didn't? Well, I, I'm sorry. I reported it, so yeah. Sorry. There you go. Listen, once you start drinking that next glass, you won't regret having indicated to me that you wanted a second glass. Now listen, let's not make this any more tense. This uh, Mac Adams beer actually has several chemicals in it besides alcohol, which will make the human, more, human being more amiable, more accommodating. And if you just open your heart up like a flower, like a lotus petal, petaled mandala. Well, then you'd, you'd be exposing some of your internal organs and people will get in there and hurt you. So don't shut everything closed. If you are in a conversation and you can't get a word in edgewise, just sit there and become more and more sullen with every missed opportunity.
until you never speak again, until you're always just standing on the in the corner of every conversation forever and ever. Am I bitter? Yeah, bitter as I'm bitter as all will get out. I almost swore again, but well, I never told this before. But there's a hex uh, that resemble if if it was a physical thing, if it was a visible thing, it would resemble a small lasso around my neck, a thin lasso that a witch uh, just out of that window will yank and pull on my neck, and I'll start strangling. Uh, and then immediately regret having sworn, having spoken a curse word. Now, these curse words include, uh, oh, I felt it a little bit. She knows what I'm about to swear. She might do the same thing to you. So be careful with the words you use around here. You've already sworn quite a bit while you were here. And while I didn't mind all that much, she might take a, take it into her heart to throw that loop around your neck and well frankly i'll be pleased about it because i'll be free from the snare and then i'll be able to swear as much as i want and then you know alleviate the stresses that assail me but on the other hand then you'll be suffering and you won't be able to abide that so you'll have to think about how the suffering of one person weighs against your own suffering I mean, think about it for a little bit. Um, uh, we, no, we weren't talking about it. We were talking about how we hate swearing. Yes, we were talking about how swearing is the devil's work. Unlike a witch, witches are not about all for the devil. I, I think, I mean, the you know mainstream media, you know, they've kind of equated those, they've conflated witches and the devil, but I think the reason why people have confused those two things is because, well, I mean, you, you always set up those, uh, those French crusaders against the Saracens, but they're not in league with each other, they're fighting against each other. Same thing with witches. You see witches and devils together all the time because they're always fighting each other. Why would they like each other? I mean, they're different genders. But, uh, yeah, that's men and women like each other a lot, I think, usually. I mean, I like women, and I think some women like me, usually. My wife likes me. She's indicated that over the years, that she likes me, um, which I'm pleased about. I'd, I wouldn't feel very good at all if she told me that she didn't like me, because I, I feel like there would not be... M many other people there for me in that in that event and I wouldn't have a whole lot of contingencies now we've only just met and I, I feel I don't want to ask you to marry me but I would ask that if in the event that my wife stops liking me would you take up the mantle of unconditionally liking me just forever and ever, for the rest of your life, just being on my side no matter what. Would you do that for me, just for a fellow human being? I mean, I you, I know you don't want to, but would you just please say yes? Just just do it. Why don't you? Thank you. You know you're you're a saint. When you when you die, you won't disappear from 
the earth, you'll, well, you won't disappear. From, you won't disappear from the existence. Your soul will ascend to heaven, and you will forever be tasked to protect the unloved. You'll have to you'll have to fly around the earth constantly and intercede on their behalf. You see, there's no real, there's no uh, benefit to being a saint. Saints are just they're they're slaves to all of humanity until the end of humanity, which is why they secretly plot for human extinction, so that all humans will be in heaven and out of their hair and. They can finally just fade away, just completely fade away in a quiet, sort of slow, peaceful, just uh, being absorbed into the clouds, become one with the soil, just lost forever. That's what happens to your brain, by the way, when you get drunk, your, your brain cells become lost forever. And it doesn't matter how you feel after you drink, whether you're angry or happy or lonely or unsatisfied, you are still dissolving slowly. And that's okay. It's absolutely all right. No matter if you're, no matter how you feel, it's okay. Because the end is always going to be the same. It's inevitable, and it's nice. Now listen, I, I, uh, I am about to sink to my knees and maybe weep silently and then fall asleep. But I don't want you to, I don't want you to stay any longer. I want you to go home and try to have a peaceful sleep and wake up having, well, you're not going to feel great when you wake up, not because of this alcohol, but just because life is hard. But I want you to have a good day tomorrow. I want you to drink that cup of coffee, feel completely recharged, feel revitalized. And you're going to have another down period after that. You're going to slide into a malaise. But... It's going to end, whether you become happy again or whether you die before you become happy again. Either way, that malaise will end. So take comfort in that. And have a good night, my friend. I'm glad I met you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Come back, come back. Uh, $20, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad I didn't forget that because you seem like you were about to forget that. I know you didn't do that on purpose. Listen, I've seen some malevolent people, and you are not a malevolent person. You are one of God's children. That means nothing, by the way, when I said that. It means nothing at all. To any theologian, everyone's a God's child, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I've done? I've talked myself onto a conveyor belt. And I'm going to let you off this conveyor belt. I'll, I'll keep talking after you've left. I'll continue to speak until you have never seen me again. <laughs>